0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hotline League episode 93. I am so excited to be here uh, as I've returned from TwitchCon. Mark has also returned from TwitchCon. We've got a lot to talk about on the show tonight. We've got, uh, by the way, how's it pronounced? Oppo? 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 That was announced as a sponsor last night, a cell phone uh, manufacturer who makes smartphones. Really? Yeah, it's a global sponsor.
1: Where the fuck is this? All system? right, Mark, we got to keep going.
0: Uh, also, we've got uh, top 20... Uh, that has been announced. We have... Uh, let's see. We have Evil Geniuses joining the LCS officially. We have no Worlds theme from Riot. Looking forward to the call tonight about that. Because I'm sure there will be one. I mean, sorry. There's not one. It's just not out yet. Uh, Papa Smithy will be casting Worlds 2019. That's a uh, that's a hype. You don't, you don't care about Papa <laughs> Smithy? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: Worlds. It's not news. Hey guys, they are going to hand out a Summoner's Cup at the end of Worlds this year. No, Uh, but I think,
0: think, well, we can talk about what, well, I'll get into it. I actually do have an interesting sort of tangent about that. Um, And so, and by the way, it might be a bit of a shorter episode because Worlds hasn't started yet. But uh, I do think there's going to be some fun calls tonight as we get into the open call session. I do want to give a shout out to uh, both Alienware and Movement for sponsoring Hotline League. They're our official partners for this evening. No smartphone manufacturer for this show um either way uh mark how have you when's, been
1: when's the alienware gaming phone coming out Standard. i don't you should
0: ask them tweet at alienware and ask them when their gaming phone is coming in out oh, mark would like you to find out the louis vuitton sponsorship i think we talked about it on the last episode right did we yeah, not I
1: think that was i think that was two episodes ago
0: yeah yep yeah because it got announced when i was in mexico and then we've done a show since then so wake up twitch chat all right Let's get going. Um, so, But Mark, yeah, how, how was your past weekend? I know we were both at uh, TwitchCon, we did a little bit of a show at the Alienware booth, but how was the rest of it?
1: Uh, I didn't do anything at TwitchCon at all. I didn't go to a single party. Uh, I went to the partner lounge twice to get coffees because they had a Starbucks. That was sick. Great job, Twitch, keep that up. Um, I did the event. Twitch rivals was really dope. I really enjoyed it. It was probably the best like show matchy experience I've ever been a part of. Uh, the Tyler one uh, versus Mo Yasuo games were sick. Uh, the actual TFT game was really close. A lot of hype moments in that. So it was really, really cool. And then I left Saturday after I finished that, I just came home and didn't even go
2: Sunday. So.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of people in the Twitch chat right now going Twitch chat lame as fuck. TwitchCon resident sleeper would love to hear from any of you people who that are sitting there criticizing this fun event that happened, but no, you won't call in. You're just gonna be in the Twitch chat being cowards. Like, I know you are. It's your call calling show, you could try to make it on. Jesus. All right. Anyway, uh, so I, no, I really enjoyed it. Should I talk about my experience as a competitor? My first experience?
1: Yeah, your first time doing anything with your life.
0: So actually, I think that uh, it was, so for those of you that don't know, I got to compete in the TFT uh twitch rivals because they had an open bracket af- available to all affiliates and partners now originally i my goal was to get into the main event so that mark and uh kobe would have to cast me because they were casting that then later on i found out that it wasn't that i needed to place top 12 out of 64 players it was like 130 something players in the open bracket and i was like okay there's just I, but there was a winner's section of the open bracket so you win the first two rounds uh, or you place in the top two by points on the first two matches you play, you get to move on, uh, to this elite, uh, section of the open bracket that qualifies you in. I made it into the second stage, which was really exciting. Uh, oh, I just realized we're in the just chatting category. need to fix that. Ew, Any-
1: what are we supposed to be laying down on a couch? You see, that's the new meta.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um, and so, no, I did not play Loco though. I did make it further than Loco. I believe I don't think he made it into the, in fact, I know he didn't make it into the winner. So I, I outperformed Loco at an esports tournament. Take that all you listen, loco lovers. Um, but uh, I just thought it was super cool. So so for some context for people that didn't see the broadcast, I thought that for the open bracket, they were gonna be shoving us into like some ballroom somewhere with a bunch of computers. But what was super cool was, uh, and props to Twitch. I don't know how much Riot was involved in this. I know NG handled the production, but it was a super cool experience for anybody in the open bracket because they basically had a stage that kind of was like a layer cake where there's like this top part and then like like uh, rings of computers below it. It's and like a battle
1: royale setup. If you've ever seen like the 360 battle royale setups. Yes.
0: And so what was super fun for me was, and I think all the other people, if you're in the open bracket, you're not just like going into some poorly lit ballroom. You're on the stage and like the crowd is in front of you and they might be cheering about like the stuff that's happening in the middle where they were doing like the Tyler one mo. Uh, Mo stuff or Yasuo stuff but you actually felt like you were on stage and everybody was streaming to their own channels too so you also had like the audience of your own channel and uh, I just was like a really really fun experience and um, listen I know that the what I did does not compare at all to like being on stage at Madison Square Garden but it was a really fun way for everybody in the open bracket to feel like there were some decent stakes you know sitting on stage and the lights on you and the audience is going crazy and all this stuff. And then it was super fun because you guys, so (laughs) it was just very coincidental, but Dash and uh, Kobe who were casting the league thing, they were sitting in front of me at the top of the stands doing the casting. So they could turn around and see me as I was competing. And then Mark and Ovilee were filling time uh, over at the tv and so i became i felt like you guys had inadvertently made me the story of the open bracket or the narrative because uh they kept turning around dash and kobe would turn around and look at me and be like travis is still in it he's going for it blah blah blah. kobe was like travis has been super nervous he's been talking about this all the time you guys all flamed me on the cast which i thought was maybe not supportive and also not very helpful whenever i'm trying to focus on the game in front of me i just hear your speakers booming out rude Things about how much i suck at tft but well,
1: that was probably one of the only uh quote unquote problems with the whole event was that like the competitors like headsets were not soundproof kind of headsets so they could easily hear us when we talked now luckily this is not supposed to be like uber competitive crazy event uh so it actually led to a lot of hilarious moments where like you know we'd be like all right and we're checking in with guy's toast what does he do he's got this this oh he's doing that and then like halfway through toast would realize that he's on the main screen it would be like hey hey crowd should I do this and like the whole crowd would like go crazy trying to give him advice and stuff so normally what would be a a hindrance actually led to a lot of cool moments yeah
0: you know I really enjoyed I mean yeah I thought like there was definitely a lack of competitive integrity because like also all the people playing in the tft thing had access to their twitch chat and so like at one point in time, and I lost this game anyway, but Saint came in and he's like, you should pivot from blade masters to shapeshifters." <laughs> like, thanks Saint. And my chat, I honestly, a lot of the time the backseat uh, from the chat was not great, but oftentimes it was really fun. Um, so I don't know, I I just, either way, it was still really fun. And um, and it was great too when my chat just kind of like, they were along for the ride with me. I just thought it was a great time. And for me, um, it was a really unique, the first time I ever, uh, Time where i've like competed in an event and it kind of gave me like the barest briefest glimpse of what it's like to be on the other side of what i cover so i really enjoyed it
1: yeah it was one of those uh i think that you becoming the story was pretty funny how like we were just like well we got to fill for a bunch so travis check
0: what yeah yeah it's do? like let's check it. On travis in the open bracket uh that's so funny um, nice tweet mark anyway <laughs> you like
3: it yes
0: <laughs> yeah great really supportive um so anyway i had a good time also twitch chat is saying that thorin quit in the middle yeah of- i
1: I, tr- uh, I tried to go into the vods while you were talking to see but loco has it on subscriber and let's be honest none of us are going to sub to loco for context
0: thorin quit in the middle of listen loco today and it might be the last show
1: i saw his tweet earlier today where he was like fuck fanatic fans basically uh, let me let me go pull it up. So I'm not putting words in his mouth
0: Was it because fanatic fans were in the twitch chat like raging at them
1: must be he said listen loco is cancel world if it isn't fanatic fans and it's TSM fans crying every single episode in the comments I've got better things to do
0: yeah. Look he's also complaining about EU fans
1: And TSM fans so
0: it's true. I just think it's funny Well, if we've outlasted listen loco
1: I'm no not one's surprised. surprised. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um uh, I mean it is He you, was bitching you? about doing a play and listen loco.
0: Who knows? Um at the end before he left. Okay. People are yeah, linking Yeah, I don't it's... want to put the clip on on the the show. I'm, I'm, I mean...
1: I'll 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 watch and tell you if there's anything interesting. Hold yeah. on.
0: Don't talk for a second. Okay podcast I can't talk about so
4: own 90% you have never
5: heard podcast listeners enjoy this audio
1: Actually, you should be able to talk. I'll just mute. Um, this is a longer clip than I thought it would be. I'll just okay. mute my Discord.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Mark thought I was doing like, some
0: invest-
1: this, I'm out. So, Ma-
0: yeah. Mark is doing some investigative journalism right now. I love that we could hear... I couldn't hear anything he was saying, but just, like, the muffled anger from Thorne. Uh, let's see. Baron Ida says, Did you win any money prize at the tourney-, tourney? Click. You got 825 out of it. No. If I had just made it into the next stage, I would have been in the main event with, like, Hafu and Dog and... All those guys. Um, but, and I would have gotten at least 200 because the least mo- amount of money you could possibly make, I think, in that was uh, 200 bucks. But um, no, I didn't make any money. But honestly, like, I know this is going to sound like the thing you say when you lose, but the experience was absolutely invaluable. Like, I don't even care about the cash. Like, the fact that I had that, it was, it was definitely going to be a highlight of my year. Just it. Listen, if there's a chance for you to go compete in something that you think you might be decent at, like a video game or whatever, highly recommend you go to, like, a local event. because It's super fun. And obviously, I've played... Damn, like, that was fun! Oh, wow. You got really loud, Mark. Sorry.
1: Uh, it was, I, I came out of their hypheness into you probably being chill,
0: you know? Yes, yeah. What? Uh, like okay. you're listening
1: to an argument, and you turn to, like, your significant other who was on the couch not paying attention, and you're like, wah! And they're not ready for yeah, it.
0: Yes, yes. That's how I feel. Your significant other. Blah. Um. Anyway... What so? What's the lowdown?
1: Okay, so it wasn't as much about fanatic fans as far as I could tell. Um, basically, they had just finished an episode, and Thorin was not pleased with the quality episode. Um, it was about play-ins, and apparently, they just had like no topic list, and Loco like hadn't prepped for it, so like there wasn't much to talk about, and they were just all over the place, and it was shit. Um, and then. Uh, you know, Thorne just kind of went on like a mini tirade about like how annoying it all is and then like he was like, I don't even need to do one for worlds because here's what's going to happen then launched into like a little tirade about that and then I think he just like dipped out.
0: Well, see, this is the thing. You and I set our expectations to the idea that we won't be prepared at all and we'll have no topics and (laughs) that it'll be a disaster and like we just embrace that. Um, That's the problem, you know, like he needs to just you need to have that expectation and you'll be great.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see we we've outsourced all of our ideas and content. Yes. So we just have to be reactors. That's
0: why um, that's the, why this show is so genius. It's uh, like we just it, the people call in and then they've got the topic list.
1: Yeah. So it was pretty entertaining. It wasn't as much about ranting about fans as like as I thought it was. Um or based off like his tweet made it sound, you know, uh, it sounded like it was more directed at Loco for like. And what was funny is, is that <laughs> Loco's like, "We have to do a plane show," and Thorne's like, "Why?"
0: <laughs> and that's how I'm kind of like, you know what, Thorne, That's a great point. <laughs> we'll get we'll get some good calls. <laughs> I mean, oftentimes, I, I, our I mean, best yeah, shows, you and I are with those shows where we don't expect as much. But uh, I will. Here's what I will say, and it's uh, I I praise you, Mark, only as a means of making uh poking fun at at our two competitors here but i would never want i would always want a constant co-host to be you mark zimmerman never loco or thorin and perhaps that is why those two have i i feel sorry for them because both of them have to do the show with the other one is the way i would put it
1: <laughs> all right you're you're pretty great too buddy
0: you're my best pal all right oh, yeah. let's get a do let's get it <laughs> all <laughs> <Well, laughs> righty let's get let's get into the show do you want to um, do you want to explain how the show works
1: yeah so if you guys have never seen the show before uh it is a live call-in show like you heard us kind of talking about because we don't want to do any work for preparation uh so go ahead and join that discord to provide us with content when you get in there there's a pleb topics and subtopics text channels that's where you're going to put what it is that you want to talk about just type it up uh, if we find it interesting, we will pull you from Pleb Calls into uh, the waiting room where you'll hang out until it's your turn. We'll do a quick audio check then, make sure everything's working and then get you into the on-air room.
0: Good, and if you are a sub, by the way, feel free to access the Subtopics channel. Uh, you'll be able to uh, put your topic in there and it moves a little slower, so gives you a better chance of landing your way onto the show. Uh, by the way, Mark, you know, the other fun thing that was fun and I wanted to ask you about this. I know you're going through topic so who knows if you're going to be able to hear any of this but last night for the two hour drive back to LA because Brett and I decided to just do it early so today we uh spent the entire almost the entire time talking about the gaffes. uh oh yeah the next step the next show um which will probably take place in January and we have some really great ideas and I'm wondering I mean, obviously you don't need to, but if you want to be part of the writer's room, if, if we want to do a writer's room for the Gaffys, and you want to be one of the writers for it and brainstorm with us, it's actually such a fun show to, to brainstorm for. So feel free to, we can talk about that later, but everyone can be excited about it. Also, we were thinking we could premiere the scene. You know how like, uh, oh, we I accidentally, oh, is that? I accidentally leaked the name of the show. Yeah, uh, I was about to say. <laughs> Are we talking about that? We can premiere We can that pr- special project we're working on. You know how after award shows, it's like, and stay tuned after the Oscars for the premiere of Scrubs, the season premiere of Scrubs, airing directly after the Academy Awards. Uh, we were thinking, what if we aired or premiered this the scene immediately after the Gaffys? We can run an ad for it during the Gaffys.
1: That'd be an interesting idea. When are yeah. the Gaffys? Isn't that kind of late?
0: January. But I figure we'll... Well, we won't shoot, um, the new, the first episode or the pilot episode of the new show until November. We can edit it in December while we're working on the gaffes and then we can start running promos for it on, I don't know, Hotline League and stuff. And then it all happens on one night, which would be really fun. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, I've got a fun video for the Alienware uh, break you guys twitch chat you can stay tuned for mark do we have uh, some callers
1: uh it's going pretty slow right now sorry is it because I'm,
0: people don't have good takes or because they're not there's not I that mean, there's, many
1: there's, there's a fair amount of takes that are just generally talking about worlds but we've yeah. done that enough now that i don't want to i don't want to inundate it again with like this group yeah yeah yeah
0: try to think of something guys uh some big topics for this uh trip this evening the eg stuff maybe a little bit of plans um uh you know any of the the general conversation around worlds what you're looking forward to um the new sponsor for instance for global events that type of thing um i gotta spill spill time right now trolling i fun thank you for the twitch prime and this is when i get angry and yell at mark and say We can't get the callers fast enough. I'm done with this show. Burnt Cooter. Thank you for the 11 months. Let's
1: abandon ship.
0: (laughs) It's going to be a good episode. I can feel it in my bones. Also, as I said, I've got a fun little video to show later on in the stream. Travis, can you leak the world's theme? I don't have it. If I did, I would. I would. Fake Twitch drama. Pog. Uh, three teams sacked their coach right before Worlds. We talked about it a little bit at the Alienware booth this past uh, weekend. Did
1: someone say three?
0: Yeah, I think it's only two, and I think one of them is not actually sacked.
5: Yeah, who's I, the third? I damn,
1: damn one?
0: What? RNG IG Griffin. Is R- oh, oh, RNG's just no, a troll thing. That's what I thought. Yeah, the steak thing yeah, was a meme.
1: Keep... People just have no reading comprehension. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, English isn't their first language, and it's not their fault, but I like to assume the worst in people, so they have no reading comprehension. Right, yeah.
0: Do we have a caller? Can we, can we pull one of these people in the waiting room?
1: Oh, fine.
0: I want, I want to get the show going. Mark is, one of them
1: is One of them is muted. Uh, hey, if you're in the waiting room, please, uh, you know, Kennedy, if you want to unmute. There we go.
0: Nice. Glad we got that figured out really quickly. Uh, Some shout outs to some folks who subbed we have got St. Louis Slayer 24, Dude Casey, Ronald Dinho, I already say his name wrong. St. Louis Slayer 24, Rooney 222, and Connor 314. Looks like we got Kennedy here. Kennedy, where are you calling from?
2: Hey, I'm calling from uh, school. I'm in Indiana, PA right now.
0: Indiana PA. What was the first thing you said? School?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm currently a student.
0: Oh, nice. Well, keep your education going. Otherwise, you'll end up like Mark. Uh, what is your? <laughs> what do you? Just kidding. He graduated college. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? I
2: actually had two takes. I had one on um, the groups, but I know you guys wanted something else, and so we could talk about uh, Griffin's coaching situation. How they just abandoned Wait, what? shit. Didn't I pull you
1: for a fanatic point?
2: Okay. Yeah. I. I, did, I know you guys didn't want that, but I did have a Fnatic point too. I think Fnatic's going to be the only group that makes it to semis. That's an EU team, the and only, I don't think G2 will.
0: The only one that makes it to semis. You think G2 won't make it?
2: I think they'll get kicked out of quarters because of their variance.
0: Okay, can you elaborate on this a little bit?
2: Um, so what's just like Team Liquid? I think Fnatic is exactly like you know exactly what you're going to get from them. And if you take them stats by just the summer of these two teams, they have the, almost the exact same gold per minute. Uh, G2 is a little higher by 30. Um, but the gold difference is huge when you compare them to G2. Fnatic is 700 like below them. They're 808, while G2 is 15, but then they're 1,500. But the CS difference between both teams are the same. It, they, G2 just smashes, and I think their variance in the best of ones will be a lot worse than Fnatic's. And I also think Nemesis is just underrated by everyone. But
0: I mean, why do you think... That. Uh, are you not concerned about the fact that G2 seems to always come out ahead with Fnatic in these uh, best of fives? <sighs>
2: Well, considering who they have to play against versus who Fnatic has to play against, I think they'll be fine. Gotcha. Most likely. Um, I think... But well, we don't know who Damwon- they'd have
0: to play against in quarters.
2: Well, if we're assuming G2 Griffin slash G2 Cloud9 makes it out, FunPlus and X-Team, that doesn't matter, and then SK-Team, Fnatic, and then it's going to be TL and either Juan. I, I don't see IG making it out of that group at all. It's going to be TL and someone else. Unless yeah, I someone's underneath.
1: To Travis's point, as you said, Group B is fun plus plex random team. If random team is drawn by G2, G2 gate makes semis pretty easily, right?
2: Uh, I'm assuming that they will, but what, even with them, I think their variance is just so high. Like I think they won't care, even if it's like a, non, a, like a no-name team. And I think they'll get complacent.
0: Hmm. I think the complacency thing, like people seem to keep bringing up the complacency thing with G two, where people for um, I'm not, I'm not trying to be polite here. The for reasons I don't understand, like why do you think they're going to be complacent? I guess is a good way to put <laughs> it. Because it just feels like com- the complacency thing seems like a thing that I hear a lot of people try to like throw in to solidify an argument, but I haven't really seen. Like, I know they like to toy with their meat a little bit, but it doesn't seem like they're they a very complacent team. They a
1: lot team. of WoW? Is that the, the basis of it?
2: I don't think that's the basis. I think it's because of their, their high variance of their squad. Caps is either going to pop off or feed. So if he's playing against a no-name team, he might just not care to play at his full potential. While when you have a team like Fnatic, you know exactly what you're going to get. I think Fnatic is exactly like TL, that you know exactly what you get from them.
0: I mean, TL goes same back band. and forth sometimes, too, by the way. Like, Which is true, seen... but they have
2: the same bands. They they know their strengths, and they will play through Broxa's early game. They'll leave Nemesis to have the early game with Broxa, and then Reckless and Hillisang just need to stay alive. And I think Bwipo is fine, too. I think people are undervaluing Bwipo to just stay alive in the laning phase. Like, you won't get smashed, but you won't get a lead.
1: I think this is... Um... Something I, I I somewhat agree with in the end about like um you know more of a playstyle thing where yes I think Fnatic is a little bit more uh, rigid I guess you would say than uh, G2 is but I, I or like you know they'll they'll play closer to the same level every game but I, I don't like tying it to motivation uh, I think that always strikes me as as kind of weird and semi disrespectful to be like oh yeah Caps doesn't care or he gets. You know, complacent, or he gets over over excited. You know, they they play a very high risk play style where, like, you know, some teams don't want to take fifty fifties, and G two loves to, you know. And I think that's more what it is than than any sort of like psychological thing, for the most part. Um, but I, you know, I I don't think that it would ever lead to them losing a series versus random playing team from Group B or something like that. It also Um, feels
0: like if you're concerned about their consistency, that should be a bigger concern in a best-of-one scenario than in a best-of-five. Right. Like, that's why I'm confused. It's sort of like, well, if they get into best-of-fives, they're not a very consistent team. Like, okay, that probably means that they drop one or two games. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to drop, like, a series. Right?
2: Well, that's my issue. I can't, like, I don't want to say confidently that they won't make it out of Group A, but because of their variance... I don't know if they'll make it into semis. Like, I do not know if they make it out of groups. Because I do, I, I don't know about the world's buff for Cloud9. I think that's kind of bullshit. But there's a chance where they don't get out. Maybe Cloud9 pops off during groups. Griffin somehow is actually as good as they say. And then G2 gets out because of their variance.
0: I mean, Cloud9 is my dark horse in groups. I don't know if that's a fair or applicable term um also i am doing some heavy exporting in premiere right now so i'm very curious if we're going to drop any frames but um i don't know if that's the right term for like cloud nine but like mark do you think i can say cloud nine is a dark horse for me is that fair
1: mm, yeah in, in they're not the predicted most...
0: to get out right
1: right in the most literal no. sense that it is a dark horse but i think it's everyone's dark horse you know like Hey, what's one upset that could happen? You know, like everyone's gonna say that. So uh, it is on a technical, you know, definition correct, but it's it's not quite like. Oh man, I think. I don't know.
0: It's not a bold dark horse.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not like I keep I keep wanting to say Albus going, Luna, but that's not who it is in Group D, and I can't. Sure. A HQ. Yeah 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 it's not like h q or something you're predicting
0: gotcha well, okay, so i look again, like I can see a world where cloud nine somehow makes it out. oh God, I can't say this on air um <laughs> you, uh maybe there's a world where cloud nine makes it out and g two something crazy happens, and they don't make it. It out okay. Well, this video just got disliked a ton, but I, I do think that I don't. I just have a really hard time imagining. Like, I think it's just a a rough prediction to make that like Fnatic makes it deep and G two doesn't. I mean, it, again, it could happen. It's just like it, it's hard for me to really but buy into the idea that that's likely.
1: No, I think I think it could easily happen depending on how things break. You know, let's say Fnatic like, leaves their group number one and. TL leaves the group number two, and we get TL versus Fnatic, and then Fnatic beats them in quarters. But G two leaves group number two versus uh, um, Griffin, and then they get a tougher matchup, um, you know, later against SKT or or something. Maybe, or I don't know. Maybe they're number one, and SKT is number two, and then they get them. You know, like there's a number of matchups that can happen in quarters that cause this to happen. Um, but I I think that the group is a lot more difficult for Fnatic, so they have a, a higher chance of not getting out of the groups than G2. And then I still think G2 is better, and so if they both you know, could theoretically play the same team, G2 would do better in quarters, I think, as well. So there, there's a lot of ways it can happen, because you know the, the bracket, like we've, we've talked about extensively before, is not necessarily balanced all the time, um, but I still wouldn't expect that to be the case.
2: I do think that Group C is harder than Group A, but I think that Fnatic has a better chance of getting out of Group C than G2 getting out of Group A, because of their complacency and their variance, and because it's a best of one, and they have to win those off games between the to be determined team that goes in. See, just yeah,
0: I have such a hard time whenever you just say throw complacency. Yeah, like yeah, what, it's what like what complacency and variance. Like I don't, they're not a complacent team.
2: But they are. They drop games to just no name teams in the ULCS,
0: That doesn't mean they're complacent. That means they're inconsistent.
2: It means they're inconsistent at worst. And,
1: like, just because you know you're the best team in Europe and you drop a game, like, literally every every top team in every league pretty much does that.
0: To quote Scar about TFT, even the best player in the world will get 8th sometimes.
1: <laughs> That's not really applicable, but, like, like, I mean, I, I just don't see how that means complacent. Like, Okay, they, un- they, they came in, like, if you want to call it complacency that you drop a game late in a season when, like, for the most part, first is wrapped up or something, sure. But that doesn't mean you're complacent on the fucking world stage months later after months of prep and work and, like, getting ready for the, the highlight of your entire year. Those are two different, to- like, totally different environments.
2: But you don't, think, you don't think it matters that they almost lost the EU LCS to Fnatic?
1: I think that know. matters in the sense that Fnatic's good and maybe G2 is not as good as we thought, but that doesn't mean That's that they're complacent. The Do
2: you I Rav? I it means I don't either think it
1: Fnatic was... is as good or close to as good as G2, or maybe they're just familiar with them and, and so that the pick-ban craziness that people co- expect out G2 wasn't effective. You can break down a lot about that series, uh, but I don't think you pull complacency out of it from all the, things, all the angles to take it.
0: Yeah, if you, if, you, okay, if you called in and you said, here's evidence... Of G2 doing nothing for the just playing TFT for the entire week before finals, <laughs> I would agree they're complacent. But if you're like, well, they drop games sometimes, I don't think they're necessarily complacent.
2: Well, I think they almost dropped their, their first seed, and I think that comes with a little complacency.
0: I don't just, I, don't, we're, the we're now has- arguing semantics, which means we need to move out of the next call, but like that's not <laughs> what complacent means. Dro- losing a game does not mean complacent. I lost in the tft Twitch rivals this past weekend i was not complacent sir kennedy is there anything you want to say as we move on to the next caller
2: no you guys have a good night though thanks for having me on
0: yeah have a good one thanks i was not complacent
2: you were so complacent
1: i remember talking to you after you made it and you're like i've done pretty well so far
6: (laughs) okay (laughs) um
0: Let's, uh, we've got another caller uh, and then we'll maybe take a quick break here on hotline league episode 93. Mark is grabbing them right now. Some quick shout outs to some subs. We got Schleppard, NA Alistar, Bruise, TFT, M. Scar, Scarcan, Gangfinger. And, uh, I think I said Schleppard, but if not Schleppard, Dr. Manhattan, 18, 23 months in a row, almost two years. Mark's still grabbing them, so definitely fretful Winter 2 and unique echoes. Z-Force X. Hello. Great name. Where? Oh, you have an accent. Yeah. Where are you calling from?
4: <laughs> I'm calling from Sydney, Australia.
0: Sydney, Australia. Have you called in before? I feel like we get a lot of Aussies because I think we're at a convenient uh, time for you.
4: No, this is my first time, but I've watched the show a ton. So. Okay.
0: What time is it there again?
4: Oh, one thirty pm
0: Oh. Do you know who Paladin Amber is?
4: <laughs> not a clue. Okay,
0: well she's Australian. <laughs> I interviewed her at TwitchCon.
1: Okay, what How do you many want to talk? Australians are there like fifty?
0: There's not that many. There's
1: like one town.
0: Okay, hang on. I'm going to compare Australia population to California. I bet it's you. It's a big
1: fucking place, dude. It's it's like being like, do you know someone from like random part of of California? Do you know everyone in San Francisco just because you live in L.A
0: um okay we have we do okay australia is bigger than california we have 14 million less people in australia i thought Uh, california was bigger z force x stop typing what do you want to talk about on the show
4: california has more people wait
0: really google is telling me 40
4: million australia is is saying
0: california population california is 37 million 14 million fewer uh, oh wait i misread the sentence we do have more people why don't you know Paladin Amber? <laughs> what do you want to talk about on the show? <laughs> okay, so
4: my take was that Griffin releasing their head coach was probably the best decision they could have done going into Worlds.
0: Okay, I'm excited about this. Uh, explain why.
4: Okay, so I, I've been watching for Griffin almost the entire year. I remember watching them at Kesper Cup. I was like, oh, who is this team? Honestly, garbage, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw their spring split, and they... They were they're pretty much on the track going to 18-0, right? And okay, they stuffed it up in the end, but they haven't won a single best of five. I think.
0: <laughs> I really love. I really love. You had such a confident take, and then at the end, you ended as a single best of five. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, they 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 <laughs> won one a- best
1: of five in, oh, in summer Kessel last Cup. year. Well, no, I was gonna say in in summer last year, uh, in playoffs. They had a 3-2 victory over someone to get to the finals where they then lost.
0: This is a classic Hotline League okay. caller, by the <laughs> way. Pure confidence was a, just a tinge of hesitation so that if anybody calls them out on it, they can say, oh, I, I was just, I thought. Anyway. <laughs>
4: okay. So here's my main point, right? In their spring split finals, they played Talia Pantheon bot lane for the mm-hmm. first game. That, uh Yeah. That wasn't really the best, I thought. Um, It went pretty bad for them. They sort of just got outscaled very late, and it just went, uh... Uh, Second game, they changed it up. That didn't go well for them either. So they went back to the Talia Talia Pantheon. And then in that third game, they got destroyed even quicker, I'm sure. Then we go to the Summer Finals. I can't remember the exact draft, but they banned LeBlanc, Aatrox, Varus, and then picked Maud Sejuani, Silas Zaya, Tom Kench. They lost. Second game, they picked, they banned LeBlanc, Varus Aatrox, Tom Kench, Sejuani, and then swapped their jungler Elise for Sejuani, which didn't end up working. Their third game, which I thought was really good, they picked the elise Renekton combo, which was really, really good. That got a lot of kills. And SKT was not prepared for their uh, Shen pick. And their Shen pick just ran all over the map and just completely dominated uh, Khan, which I thought was really, really good. But my problem is, is I think the Gryphon players have way, way too much freedom on what people, what champs they're trying to pick during a best of five. And I don't think that CV Maxx had the right discipline that, say, Koma had
0: over his players. Well, first off, you're comparing uh, one of the most prestigious coaches. I think it's it's hard to use that as a baseline, but um, I yeah. hear what you're, so your, your supposition is they are losing best of fives because potentially they don't know how to handle draft over a five game series, as evidenced yes. by the issues that you have seen. And you think that that this would be a huge problem for them going into Worlds?
4: Yes. Well, the thing is, it's also paired with their inexperience because they've only played like five best of fives, I think, over their whole uh, LCK career, which isn't exactly that much.
0: Sure, but having but, a different coach isn't going to give them like as as a team more experience, unless you're like unless you're counting the coach's, like best of five experience.
4: Um, I think it's more that if the coach can tell the players no i want you to play and have a clear mindset going into the draft and oh i mean <sighs> it's it's
1: it's one of those things where it's it's like really speculative which is why it's it's tough because maybe he has not enough control over the draft or maybe this was his draft plan you know maybe this is what he he, he strung together I mean, yeah, either way, yeah. then you fire him for it, right? Um, potentially, but then is this the weird is weird
0: timing on the firing,
1: right? It's weird timing, and the question is, are you getting a better replacement in doing so? You know, is is it really a guy who's going to come in in a month? And if the problem was that he, you know, wasn't, if if the one that they fired, if CB Max wasn't strong enough as a, as a, as leading the team in their drafts, then this guy's going to get the respect and be able to lead them right away or maybe he was the one building the drafts and those were the problems. Um, is this guy going to come in and suddenly build better drafts for these players? Or, you know, there's also the whole how well does he know the team and can push them on a psychological level too? Because coaching isn't just X's and O's on, on the draft board, right? There's a lot of other things that go in.
0: What are their new yeah. coaches Weldon? Are you asking me? No, I wait, was asking wait. Mark, but Mark wasn't paying attention. He got distracted. Well, right?
1: I, I didn't. You, I didn't know you were asking me. What you said? What kind of coaches Weldon?
0: No, I said, what if they're new coaches? Let's just let's move on. Okay, sorry. I, keep, I, 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 I wasn't you. listening. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> no. I wasn't listening. It's fine. You never are. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think. Uh, look. I. I appreciate the concept of they struggle in best of fives at worlds in order to find success beyond groups. They're gonna have to find success in best of fives and thus, you know, coaching is a place to look at that. And and I do think that it's likely that, I mean, it's obvious that as an org, they would have more insight into his capabilities as a coach than any of us would be out in the public, especially the Western audience, right? But uh, I just, it's so bizarre to me to do it as mark said right before worlds because it's it's do we know who they've replaced them with i don't know if that audience or that information has made it over to the west yet if it has been released but um i don't know it's very very perplexing the timing is just the thing that's so strange
1: yeah Yeah. Um, and it and there there was like a little bit of a story because he he posted about it and said like that they have been having you know, issues between him and upper management for a little while and their disagreements and arguments and the losing that series the way they did or maybe just losing in general was this kind of straw that
4: broke the camel's back. Yeah, mm, yeah. I, on that, I really, really wish, like if they were thinking about changing coaches, I really wish that if, if they were to do it earlier, like maybe just after the um, LCK summer finals, because On what Mark was saying about how he tweeted out, I think he was tweeting out how he was saying that he's having troubles with the funders or management team and that if he didn't find success in the summer finals, then um, they would think about replacing him. So if they were thinking about that, I really wish that they did it just after or like pretty soon after. Or then again, maybe they did and they just didn't post about it, but that's a problem. Yeah,
1: mm. I don't know, it's, it's one of those ones where maybe, maybe it is the right thing, but I feel like we'll only know in retrospect because we don't really have any insight on what's yeah. going on with their, with their roster.
0: z 4 X, thanks so much for your call. Is there anything you'd like to say as we move on to the next caller?
4: Um, no, thank you.
0: Hey, thanks so much for calling, it. and uh, keep enjoying Australia. Assuming you enjoy it.
4: <laughs> thank you, see ya. Yeah. am
1: right, surprised you gonna- weren't like, hey, go find that paladin girl.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Damn, I forgot. <laughs> should have helped me out there. Um, all right, I'm gonna take a quick break, which means you're going to as well, Mark, and that also means everyone else is going to. But I've got some. I've got two cool things to share during. This is a extra special Alienware uh, ad because I'm gonna show a full. This is a, a rough cut or an almost done cut, I guess I should say. That's missing like a, a little bit of polish that we're gonna be publishing tomorrow. Um, I know I've been teasing the LPL content. We've been taking a long time to get it out. And, uh, there's a couple behind the scenes reasons, uh, some hiccups that we ran into, but it should start coming out this week. And this is going to be one of the first ones. Somebody says Ugh, ads, you know what? Watch this video. Okay. This is a fun little video we did where we asked some people and the part of the LPL, what they think of the West. So this will hopefully build some hype for, for worlds. What do the LPL fans think of North America? They are weak. <laughs> yeah. Every time I do an interview about
2: LCS, I'm always saying that I'm not shutting down LCS, but. I'm a fish on the Yes. It's
6: it totally it's so easy, yeah. yeah. Especially in LEC, they play like two best of one each week. But our players, they play like three best of three sometimes every week with different cities. You can't even imagine. I
2: the if you do anything wrong in LCS, you don't get punished. That's the problem of LCS because you don't get punished, or at least properly punished. On the last
6: game of TSM's group stage, Reginald picked Captain Timo. If you do that in a LPL team,
5: hey,
6: you, are, you are, doomed. yeah, you are doomed. You are, you are dead, man. Yeah, yeah. You, how
2: dare you can pick Timo in a world stage? Faker
4: 像Score这些选手他们都打了六七年七八年这样子
7: LCS的 LEC oh, no.
2: is the inventor. They invent things. They are just smart <laughs> and creative. They, they have a lot of really fun thoughts.
4: They have a lot of really fun thoughts. But the game is too slow for for me. Ah, yeah,
7: I think the audience will think El sees more creative, very awkward or very strange fix out of the fix coming out.我们不敢的东西
6: 因为他们真的,
5: 呃, 就是非常放得开, I'm not trying to shit on the LCS. Yes.
3: No
0: Sorry, I am uh I'm fixing my Discord stuff. I'm and, back. Okay, I'm back too. So that's just I wanted to premiere that um during the Alienware break just to but Mark? That guy keeps shitting on the LCS. Oh, you're really loud. Sorry, I need to fix you. Um, yeah, I turned I turned all the audio up so that um the video, which was kind of quieter than you, and then now you're really loud. Anyways, <laughs> there's the Twitch chat reaction. Did you <laughs> Did you like? I, this is a fun video, though, right? I feel like that's gonna be good to release right before Worlds. Yeah, that was really good. Um, so anyway, I wanted to air that during the Alienware break because, uh, Alienware and Intel were the folks that made that whole thing, uh, happen. And so I just wanted to give you guys, I thought it'd be fun if on Hotline League before the video goes live tomorrow. And obviously there's a couple things we need to to tweak on it, but we could give you guys a a brief glimpse of some of the cool content that we were able to make because of that. The other thing I want to show that is a worlds related is let me down, let me pick one of these. I'm gonna, I don't know if I, I think I'm allowed. Okay, these will be the first time that anybody has seen these publicly, I think. They sent them to me today. And I'm hoping that I can tease them and not get in trouble because I don't think it's a secret. But let me pick a couple of these pictures. So I'm gonna be doing a a giveaway and I think there might be a couple of them that Alienware is running with some of their partners during Worlds, Um, and I just wanna say, so they they wrapped an M15 with some of the Worlds art. There's one look at it, here's another look at it. I think these are pretty cool looking. Um, I think the gold in particular looks really neat on some of these. So uh, stay tuned for how you can win one of these M15s. Uh, This is a new, the new notebook that they have, by the way, uh, available now at alienware.com slash Travis. But I think, yeah, they, it's pretty cool that they have like worlds branded. <coughs> Alienware notebooks that you guys can potentially win. I've, I've asked them to send me one of these wraps for my M15. So go check it out. Uh, by the way, you can check out alienware.com slash Travis. It's in the, uh, description. Somebody just linked it in the chat, which I really appreciate Kobe or Yeah. Kobe just got home. Blah. But we just got home uh just now as I was completing this ad. And he likes Alienware too. Uh you can check out all that over at alienware.com slash Travis. Thanks so much to them for sponsoring the show. Mark, you want to get in the next caller? Yar. Yep. Hi Mark. I don't I think he already switched to the other Discord channel, so he didn't hear you. But I'll let him know. Also, I don't know if my mic activated for that, because it's kind of sensitive. Um by the way, Mark, uh, Kobe wanted me to tell you he said hi. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, Mark says, okay, cool. He didn't, he didn't say <laughs> hi back or anything. I just want you to, I just want you to do that. Rico is here. Rico, is that the way you pronounce it?
8: No, but I'll take it. Okay. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> it's supposed to be Rico. I put the H there like, oh, like Rhino people get it. and No one does.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Raiko, where are you calling from?
8: I'm calling from Small Town, Wisconsin.
0: Small Town, Wisconsin. Is it actually called it's Small Town? It's not Small Town. No,
8: it's just a small town. You
0: just don't want to be honest with me. <laughs> You're like so many people I know.
8: Well, apparently you Google people's locations, so I don't want to, you know.
0: What do you want to talk about on the show?
8: Well, my hot take is that G2 is overrated and SKT will win worlds. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. This is another dangerous topic. Mark's just trying to ruin our ratio.
1: I apologize. I, I, you I, I, I made him wait. He's one of the first people I pulled, and I kept him till 9. Okay. <laughs> okay.
8: But I have a question for Mark that might be a little quick sidetrack if we could. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I wrote it down. So, Mark, uh, do you think that keeping players on a roster and building faces that can be attached to the org as old ones leave and is better for the brand? Like Bjerg and TSM building up uh, Biofrost, for example, so on and so forth. For You're example, just like I'm a big the horse a
0: topic onto the show.
8: Yeah, wait, This is a separate, this is not like a quick this is a totally separate. But
0: my bigger question.
8: Well I asked I asked Travis this once on his one stream that and he kind of gave me like a whatever answer. And I, I was like, well, I need Mark... That's marketing. all Travis
0: can give. What <laughs> the oh, fuck?
8: <laughs> so I want to know your take on that, but I guess we'll, we'll, we'll move on from there.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe maybe another time. Maybe uh, in the off season, that's a good question. But
8: oh. well, on to G2 then. So I think that if, if we look back at MSI, right, and we look at if the status quo happened and IG won, or was in the finals, I should say, rather, or even won the whole thing, against SKT, this whole EU being the greatest region BS would never have been the thing. Um, and when I watched the games from Fnatic uh, G2 and then I compared to, like, C9 TL, they just looked like the same kind of games, more or less, you know? Um, so I don't think that G2 is this godly team where I think if they're just the best in their region much like how TL is and C9 is and then obviously TL or teaching uh, and the Fnatic are in Europe so I don't, I don't see them as like these juggernauts that are going to come into worlds and just destroy everything
5: hmm
0: so they're very complacent
8: this... <laughs> I don't think they're complacent I just think that the status quo happened in Met Masai we, we would not be having this
1: conversation, right? I don't know. I, there, there are some parts that I agree with with what you're saying. and Some I don't like the idea that oh, if if X thing just happened to MSI, but it didn't. Like they did beat SKT pretty handily twice in group stage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then beat them as well in the in the best of five. And you know, you're talking about SKT being the best team in the tournament, but neither team changed that much. Um, in, well, in terms of players, at least uh, you know you can debate the meta and things like that, but like. There's a lot of things there where I'm like, I don't think you can just hand wave and say, oh, if, if the status quo happened, it didn't for a reason. Um, but then you there's think
8: there's that, only... like, cause, I mean, IG just stomped everyone in that tournament, right?
1: Yeah, they were, they were beating the crap out of people in group stage uh, and then had a really bad series against CL and then went back and had a pretty rough summer split as well.
8: Right. So, I guess, I just, and then when Rift Rivals happened, TL didn't do bad against G2, right?
1: So, no. TL uh, did pretty well. Uh, they did get their Sonoteric both the times they beat G2, or just the once? Just the once, I think. And then they banned it the second time.
8: Yeah, I remember uh, the G2 coach being pretty upset with that.
1: But, yeah, yeah. yeah.
8: I, I just, I, so I, that, that's, I guess that's my point as to why I think that, though, I think they'll make it out of groups, but I just look sure. at other teams like RNG or Fun Plus or whatever, beating them, in, and then. The brackets and, and, aren't going to work
1: out and here's one of the parts where i will agree with you is that i like rift rivals is a tough tournament to really determine what your takeaway should be based off how hard teams are trying apparently c9 was dead and, and choking up blood and they were the sickest team ever and, and that's why they did bad you know and uh, TSM, we found out, wasn't even actually that good. So maybe NA is not as weak as we actually thought, and TL did okay. So you know, maybe that's the takeaway, or maybe the takeaway is we're going to get shit on by EU because of Rift Rivals and what happened at MSI, um, and then you know, you can start working these these you know because G two struggled versus Fnatic. Didn't look that great versus us, and they struggled versus SKT at MSI, and they were outdone in group stage. So if you take all the negatives of G2, I think you can start to to discuss, like, maybe they really have some weaknesses that they need to be careful of here. Because as great as they are, they are not, like, this unbelievably dominant team that just smacks everyone down the way we've seen from SKT in the past at some of their international runs and stuff like that. So, Right. I'm with you a little bit on like I'm definitely one of the people on the like G2 are really good I think if you want to make the case that they're the best team in the world and should be the favorites heading to the tournament You've got a great case for that But I'm definitely not one of the people who's like they've got five the best players in the top 20 And they've got the best three in every role and like I'm not I'm not quite fully on board with that and I do think that they Have some things to be worried about heading into the tournament.
0: Do we have an, an ESPN top 20 call?
1: No, we don't. I figured I'd, I'd boil it into this one to, you know, just yeah. for simplicity, so, so we're so not who, so many g GTA-
0: Mark, remind I mean, me, might... who is number one on the ESPN top 20?
1: Good old Yankos. Good old Jankos.
8: I, I think they have the best five players maybe for, like, Europe, but if you compare the top three in Europe, which is, which is Blyce would be in there, right? And then we compare the top three in, say, Korea. Damwon, I think we all would agree or even Griffin, either one, right? I think we all agree is light years ahead of Splice. So then you're comparing, okay, these two teams of EU are the best in their region, which could you could argue then is a weaker region compared to Korea, which would then mean that...
1: Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the whole the whole how good are G2's players argument um, is one that I find really weird. Um, especially uh, Yankos and, and his... Uh, climbing of the rankings in the in the past year and so uh to put this in a way that i think won't anger anyone if you had to build a team i I brought i I really like this comparison and the alienware outposts if you didn't see it i'll say it again here if you had to build a team you're a european gm okay and you're picking only european players and you have one player to pick you get the first pick in the fantasy draft to start a team
0: any team, take,
1: any team, anywhere. Any team in the LAC. Any team, anywhere. Even right. Yeah. Let's let's broaden it. Even though I think this answer would still hold true. You get to take one G two player. Who do you take? You get to take even one player in the whole world. Let's start there before we work backwards. You get to take one player in the whole world. Who is the one person that you are taking to start your fantasy roster? Double lift. Is it, is it Faker? Is it Perks? Is it Caps? He be kid. You're asking kid. That's me? a good answer. I, <laughs> no. is, it, is, it, is it? Yeah. I mean, like, who is it? Some people are saying Showmaker, Tarzan, Perks, Knight. Knight's a great answer. I love Knight. Yeah, I mean, really? I, it's, no it's, one's no
8: one's picking Yankos. Right, I would agree. I think like Faker's yeah. always picked based on his, like he's he's not going to crack under pressure or anything like that for sure.
1: I mean, he's been he's been the best he has gone and won so many goddamn korean titles even if he is not the best player right now like he's going to bounce back we have seen that faker bounces back now a number of times you know right 2014 he's bounced back one two more lost again in 20 what was it 17 18 2017 they didn't make it in 18 right lost in 2017 didn't make it in 2018 bounces back he's back at worlds as the number one seed like i would take faker Are you fucking kidding me um and, like, even if you ask me, like, just from European players or, or um, uh, players uh, on G2, you know, I, I wouldn't even have Yankos as my first pick if I was building a roster. Uh, and, and that's where I think some of these lists start to break down is like, if you take one line of logic of G2 is the best European team, Yanko's had an incredible split. He's absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, and you could argue, you know, the MVP of the league. I don't dispute that. But when you're talking about best players in the world, you can't just use that line of logic of best player that split on that team. You have to start looking at other things. And, and you start asking these other questions and they start steering you very quickly away f- from Yankos, I think. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, I would agree th- with that. That's fair. So when you, when you build a top 20 player list, you're not talking about some of these other factors. You're saying, like, this player in a... Like, that's the whole point of the list, you know? Uh, is to say, like, in a vacuum, this guy. And, and I, I think that's, that's been a, a struggle with some of these things. I said, I said both, twist chat. I said initially just take European players. And then I said, okay, take world players as well. Um, so who do you have making it the whole way? Well, I mean, I, I never, I haven't built the list yet. So like, I, I wouldn't, I was, Travis asked me this earlier and I, I still didn't do it. Um. <laughs> why are you distracting me just posted an onion article in our chat
0: <laughs> I, I went to twitter to see if because sometimes I check and see if people are tweeting at me or whatever and as I loaded the, the page the very top thing was something that Data had retweeted that said report 250 million Americans still need guests on their podcast this week which was <laughs> incredibly ironic given that Mark and I reached out to somebody who had previously said they'd be on the show and then they didn't uh, come through this week. And, uh, and I'm just on a show with the podcast where we don't have a guest. I just thought it was insane. Sorry so for derailing the that, conversation. That it, was just, it was just perfect. Time Where's and...
8: Kelby at? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate Travis. You just dodging all this EU stuff. Cause you just don't want to.
0: I mean, I'll, I will look, I will confidently say, I don't think Yanko should be number one on ESPN top 20, but the value for a company like ESPN and those lists is in the fact that people talk about them and, there's like conversation people go link look at them to try to like uh, i'm not saying that the writers over there are, are intentionally trying to stir controversy but this is working in exactly the way those lists are meant to work so i mean well, it is and, what it is.
1: and a lot of the my stance on these kinds of things is like if if this is honestly you know your opinion okay but like you have to be ready for for like the arguments that someone might write to, to detract from it. You know, the way that you make your argument strong is by being able to like debate some of these other points. So if if you're someone who wants to put Yankos, number one player in the world, if I ask, okay, you're starting a fantasy team, who do you pick from players attending worlds? Okay, you can't take Knight, he's not there. Yankos then, right? Like that has to be your answer. Otherwise, I'm not sure what you're saying with your list. And it's the same way when people put, um, like with Kelsey's list where she says, uh, G2 has five of the top Players they have a top player in every position a top three player in every position, right? That team should win the tournament and they should win it pretty easily Actually, if you legitimately have five of the best players in the top 20 and top in each of their positions Like that team should be Samsung white esque that team should be 2013 SKT yeah. SKT-esque. right like they should smash and so if if you really believe G2 is that good Then that should be your prediction if that's your player rankings And of course there's a little bit more behind it Coaching staff um, You know how cohesive they are but G2 is an extremely cohesive team from everything we've seen right like this is not a team that is a super team That's being held back by the sum of its parts right and and is a little lower than like what happened with SKT when they got peanut and uh, You know they tried to make a super team and when other people have tried to make a super team and it failed Like this is a super team that worked. They they work well Can you imagine
0: the insanity if G2 doesn't make it out of groups?
1: <laughs> well that's that's my point. Like I think G2 is going to make it out. I think they're fine to be favorites of the tournament. They probably have what I would say 3 of the t- 3 players in the top 20 if I was going to make my list. But to to put many more beyond that is starting to get into like Jordan esque you know, like Golden State Warriors level of like they better shit on things with how good I'm, they are. I'm and and like where- but, I don't think people are actually predicting that. Like when, when you ask people how, how good will G two do, they're not saying we're going to shit on this tournament, despite them placing their players in the way that indicates that. And so that's my issue is more like there's this uh, disalignment in like the the hype that they're getting versus the predictions people are giving them. Yeah.
8: Yeah. I'd be curious to see where Fnatic went up on that list. If G two was that good, where would Fnatic have been? You think they'd be second that they did that well against G two, but
1: I guess. Right. I mean, that's that's the other thing too, is like was Fnatic's team cohesion or drafting that nutty that it offsets this insane skill advantage that G two seems to have. I mean, maybe they, they fucked up their draft really bad in game one <laughs> in the finals. Or at least in my opinion, they did. But but like anyways, that's 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 where I'm kinda with you on this. I don't even know if it's fair to say overrated. I just feel like I'm getting two different stories when I read people's opinions about G2.
0: Maybe overhyped would be a yeah, better. Yeah, but time. it's
1: it's but it's not even like it's like the the team isn't getting overhyped. I don't see people saying G2 is easily the best team in the tournament. But then they read they... they rank they rank their players in a way that says they should be. So like I it's like a like I said a misalignment of.
0: Some people say they're the best team in the world. I got yelled at for not agreeing with that.
1: Well, and on Reddit, the the commenters are actually being more reasonable. When I go and look at these lists in the comments, like the European fans, especially the ones with the G2 flares, are the ones who are like, whoa, this looks crazy. Really? Yeah. I I swear to God, the the European fans are the most reasonable ones I see about their, their player ratings and they'll say you know i think g2 is a favorite for the tournament but they, but they'll be like why are why do we have so many players up here right like i it's actually from what i've seen on 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 reddit comments like it's always the guy with the g2 flare who is like uh what
5: yeah.
1: so that's why that's why i'm i'm getting such mixed signals and where where i'm confused cuz i would think it should be like Ah, yeah, the, the G2 Flare guy being like, fuck yeah, we got the best five players in each position, but it's not them. <laughs> Which is why I'm like, why? where is this coming from? Yeah, TSM, we're back in the...
0: a... <laughs> hey, uh, Raiko, anything you want to yes. say before we move on to the next caller?
8: Uh, No, thank you for bringing me on so early, and we, I got Mark, when is it time to get asked that question for me?
0: We'll have you on uh, when we have some more downtime, and you can ask Mark that question.
8: Appreciate it. Thanks. Have a good one. Thank you. All
0: right. Moving on. You think, do
8: you think,
5: uh,
1: I don't know. Whatever. What? Nothing. I, I was, I was going to ask your, your thoughts on it, but then I was like, well, whatever.
0: Yeah. Who cares about Travis's thoughts as he leaves the channel? No one does. <laughs> I'm just all alone in the world. Unique echoes. Techno weeb Scrapjack, gaming, orange, Oh, I already said burnt cooter, trolling iPhone, hype love shack nanuko one eleven, rebel Calm, twenty months in a row, laziness wrist nubs gaming rayu one you pulled. sir yeah. funk nut pippyopi is here pippyopi where are you calling from?
6: Hey, I'm um, calling from Los Angeles.
0: Los Angeles, whereabouts in LA?
6: Um, actually, Sawtelle and National. Oh, jeez. So, I'm like work, one mile. Do you from work the at Riot Studio? Um, I go. I go to a lot of the games, actually. Okay. Which is awesome. Yeah.
0: Nice. That's funny. Uh, you are right there. Uh, well, do you yeah. want uh, to? Wait. There's a McDonald's on Sawtell National, isn't it?
6: I'm in that. Yeah, I'm right near there. Okay. Yeah.
0: You live really close to Broden. Yeah. Just <laughs> doxed Broden. Anyway, uh, what do you want to talk about I on the show?
6: give the full address now. I know. I, I, yeah. Stop myself. Um, yeah. My uh, my take was that uh, you know I've I've been to the games a lot and. Um, I just kind of anecdotally kind of watching a lot of the players come and go. I've been watching since season one. And um, my take was that veteran league players that um, have kind of missed more than once, um, kind of missed Worlds more than once in a row, um, have technically kind of ended their careers moving forward. So um, kind of Bjergsen being a huge example, I don't think that that's going to happen to him because he seems to be kind of statistically an outlier, so to speak. But for all these other players, it um, just seems like once you miss twice, it um, kind of ends your career because um, playing at a world's level at least once a year um, just kind of skyrockets your um, your skill level. And uh, I've, I've been a national-ranked uh, chess player for a long time, and if you stop playing for like a year or two, or you like play at a lower, like quote-unquote, ELO for a while, um, you just, if you try to get back into it, it's it's really, really difficult. So. Uh, so my take is just kind of any players that are going to miss twice um, Faker kind of missed once and he came back like super strong. So that doesn't apply to him. But um, Everybody else is just you know, there should be a serious warning sign like Demotion shield up for uh, for players um, two years that haven't gone
0: national ranked chess eh? I have uh, yes, I've dabbled in an auto chess game called TFT I Can relate competed this weekend
6: yeah, you know what? I wish that chess. Cool story, Hansel.
5: <laughs> Not I you. Wish
6: chess translate to TFT, but it absolutely doesn't. I'm terrible at that. So well, you know, we all I have our strengths. Yours is in My chess.
0: Mine's in TFT. <laughs> um, okay, so getting into your topic, though, missing with the few exceptions of like the the greatest players, like Faker, yeah. maybe Bjergsen. Um,
1: well, no, his 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 rule doesn't even apply to Faker because Faker never missed two in a row. Oh, yeah, good point. Exactly. So, so he's saying if if you miss two in a row, you're probably done. Um, yeah.
6: And I hate that because I I've met Bjorkson like three four times around L.A. Like he's I mean I live in the neighborhood. He's he's one of the most down to earth, amazing players I've ever met in my life. Like he's he's the nicest person ever. So I hate to like have to apply him to this rule. But you should tell him this the next time like you see him. To, what's that?
0: You should tell him this the next time you see him.
6: I, I will, absolutely. It's time to retire, bro. Yeah, yeah, just feel
0: like, you missed two in a row.
6: <laughs> like, statistically, I'm like, Bjergsen, can you please prove me wrong? But, um, but yeah, I mean, he does, he does apply kind of into the rule, and I'm really worried about that. But mm, Even, even Uzi like, breaks. Uzi
1: doesn't apply because he only missed once in 2015. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah, I I'm try
6: not, to look I'm up not. all these players, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is, this is <laughs> so crazy.
1: I love this because I like when people can kind of formulate these rules and like, we're not, I I mean, if I can put words in your mouth, you're not saying like, this is a causation thing. It's like, oh, once you miss two worlds and you're done and that like, because you miss twice, you are now done. But it's more of like a general principle that for some reason, you know, exactly people just can't bounce
0: back on that Well, It gives people uh, an attempt or like a challenge, right? Like even, even if it's just something you guys talk about on the broadcast, it's like, okay, well, this person has missed two statistically like this isn't. This could be rough, you know. Is this a chance to like turn it around? Right, anyway? and,
1: and even for like building um, a roster. Like, let's say hypothetically, this new rule. Uh, what is your name?
0: Uh, Pippi Theorem. I was about to. I was about to call it something. Yeah,
1: the Pippi Theorem, which basically says if you miss two worlds in a row, you're not. You're no longer a world's caliber player, right?
6: Yeah, and that's it. Maybe true, pretty much.
1: If it holds true pretty much, and you're a roster builder, then if you're going to sign someone. With worlds and you have worlds aspirations, you better have a good reason why you're signing them. Um, People are saying Rookie has proved it wrong. Uh, Smithy has missed two. Someday. When did. Hooney missed two. Hooney missed two. So there's the people are coming up with a bunch of examples. Score. Did Score ever make it? I thought he just never made it until he finally did in 2018 or 17, whenever it was. Yeah, Piglet missed two as well. Well, he, he never bounced back. I mean, most of these examples, people are saying they, they made it. Oh, I see. Yeah, so people are saying Huni didn't miss two in a row, though. Yeah, he did. Didn't he? He went in 2015, didn't go in 2016, then went in 2017.
0: Oh. It's true. He didn't Ooh. miss two in a row.
1: Right. Um, Yankos missed only one. Score went in 2015. Okay, so score, score missed two. You know, i don't know i'd have to dig into this more it's an interesting idea because i also don't know how much i trust twitch chat
5: yeah exactly. <laughs> people, are just, like, uh... people are
1: just throwing names out like wolf and i'm like what <laughs> wolf wolf went for a string in the middle and then hasn't made it sense like are you saying that he this applies to him or it doesn't apply <laughs> what is Twitch chat saying um it's oh. an interesting idea though i like when you can find these like i when we, when i was coaching um we, we had this thing where, in Season 5, we would try Baron's at, like, 21 minutes pretty frequently. Like, we'd win a fight and then be like, okay, it's past 20 minutes, let's go to Baron. But, like, just how the game was in that time, it was, like, really hard to do unless it was, like, a super clean ace and you're strong. And so, like, eventually we were kind of just like, listen, if it's 21 minutes, let's not do Baron unless, like, we're fucking a million percent positive we can actually do it, right? And so, like, I like these kinds of general these general principles that seem to hold true. So I need to, I need to, I need to dig into it a little bit more.
0: I mean, Um, you don't need to dig into it. You throw this at one of those stats people at, Riot.
1: Right. Well, yeah, I could do that. (laughs) I need to dig
0: into it by sending a text message.
1: (laughs) I usually do my own, my own research. Next episode,
0: I did some research and it turns out, Hey Mark, just getting back. Oh, I mean, uh, it turns out. (laughs) Gotcha. Um,
1: Jat missed two. <laughs> All right, chat. Uh, I do think it's interesting, though.
6: Yeah, like, I've never want, missed I, one. I I looked into it a lot, and I really just could not. Um, like, it's not hundred percent foolproof. I, I, I like. I don't. I don't remember well, I mean, the there's players, exceptions but... to
1: every rule. So if, yeah, if, exactly. if I find someone yeah. and they're like, well,
6: also
0: the question two. would be, it would be interesting to find out who made it after two, and then what does their performance look like when they did? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. right. what if no one has ever made it out of groups after missing two?
1: Yeah, yeah right. and and I mean, even even if there are exceptions, like Score, I've seen people seem pretty set that it happened with Score, right? Um, the entire time, the reason people remembered Score was because they're like, oh, he's the best jungler in the world, but he can't make it to worlds. And so he was someone who, like I was saying, even if you hold this general principle in your mind, sometimes you'll find a player and you're like, even this is, if this applies to him, I'm going to ignore it. Score would be one of those guys. Every year, people are just like, score is so good. Score is so good. Rookie is so good, you know? Um, if people are saying rookie, you know? Uh, right? Like, there's definitely some people that I'd be like, yeah, even when I watch their domestic league, they're clearly one of the best players in their domestic league, and I would still build around them. Um, yeah. So, right. so like, uh, I think even if you know you can find counterexamples I bet a lot of them would be like a score or a rookie where like even when they were not attending they were unquestionably one of the best in in their in their role um so exactly I'm glad you brought attention to this and I'm going to I'm going to look into it
6: Yeah I would I'm excited to see if you if you can like put out that information like some way like if you just tweet that or something like that would be awesome because I I tried I've spent so many hours like actually delving into it and like it's a pretty foolproof thing with with the exceptions, obviously, like you said, but um, But it's really interesting. So yeah, I'd love to I'd love to hear like more about what Riot has to say about that. That'd
0: be cool b, thank you so much for calling in and uh, thanks for the take. I mean, uh, rarely do we get something like this. Normally people are just like G2 are complacent and then you've got takes like these. So thank you. So much. just kidding our first caller. But Pipiopi, anything you want to say as we move on to the next caller?
6: So I actually... Um, I have... I've, I've had a, a gaming laptop for like six years. And I, I'm honestly not lying here. Like, I, I just ended that computer. I just bought one of the M17 Alienware laptops. Um, and I actually climbed from Gold 2 to like Platinum 3. Because in, of FPS or whatever. So I, like, I, I feel this is like terrible to say, but like it actually really helped my performance like (laughs) in league so i just wanted to say thank you to all the sponsors i've been watching you guys for a long time and i actually like decided to go with um with Alienware, which has been awesome so um uh and mark like you've been an amazing analyst for a really long time been watching you since since you started so um just thanks for having me on the call appreciate it thank you Thank yeah.
0: you so much for that. Uh, Twitch chat going crazy right now. But I actually, it's really nice whenever you guys come on and say stuff like that. So thank you so much. See,
6: this is why it's, I hate this, because look at this now.
0: Like, no, I know. But that's just Twitch chat being ridiculous. They know yeah. that you're not a paid actor. They know it's not an ad. And they know that this is not a sellout situation. They just like to be... like memeing. They, like they like to... It's got all these folks... Let me put it this way. P-P-O-P. I look at this Twitch chat and I see probably the most bland, generic human beings on the planet and they have to figure out a way to make themselves interesting. So they're just like, I'll be edgy. I'll type hashtag ad in the chat right now. And that will make me a more interesting human being. Um, and so you don't have to worry about it, you because know? it's just, it's just people painting a smiley face onto their blank canvas of a head.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy chilling in plat three, so if they can believe me or not, it's fine. Have a good yeah. one. Yeah, thanks. Have a good night.
0: How's it going? How's it-,
6: how's it going? What are you laughing at?
0: Uh, Twitch chat losing their mind. Oh. <laughs> uh, so funny. Alright, uh, well, I think maybe we do one more and then we'll do our, our second break for the show.
1: All righty. you only got two more anyways, so.
0: Right, I'm unsubbing. I'm unsubbing, says the person who doesn't have a sub icon next to their name. <laughs> uh, that's so funny I love it alright <laughs> I love your twitch chat I'm sorry sorry. I know people always want the twitch chat on the VOD but you, you gotta experience this stuff live bd14 uh, well, thank you for the twitch prime uh, dander, dander thank you so much for joining us where are you calling from
7: Hey, yeah, um, it's the, oh, sorry, let me mute the stream. Sure. Um, I'm calling from, uh, the capital, New York. Oh, really nice.
0: Yeah. Like New York, New York.
7: No, no, like the capital of Albany, New York.
0: Oh, Al. Yeah, I was what I- to say.
7: Is yeah. that a trick to see if Travis would be on that? Because <laughs> everyone always does that. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs>
0: what, whatever. What do you want to talk about on the show?
7: Yeah, so, um, my topic was pretty much that, uh, Sneaky had a way better season that, than than um, everyone thinks, based on like some some numbers that I pulled in a fantasy um, LCS bracket that I created. Um, it shows that he had a way better split than uh, everyone's everyone's meaning about. Does this include postseason? So it includes well, it includes the entire split of uh, a summer split. So, so the
0: nine weeks of main a regular split, or does that include also the? Uh, play the playoffs.
7: Uh, it includes, yeah, it includes um, playoffs as well.
0: Okay, well, I'm excited. I thought that the Mark versus Sneaky were rivalry... uh, no, no, no.
7: actually. Cool. I'm sorry, it doesn't include playoffs. Okay, yeah, it's only not only the nine weeks. It includes the tiebreakers, is what I was getting confused over.
5: Mark, well, oh, sorry. I was gonna say,
1: um, I think that's really important because. Timeframe matters. Uh, stats, especially when you only get 18 games of sample size, can fluctuate very quickly, um, especially uh, in situations like what was happening in the bot lane where you could have huge uh, standard deviations of games where if someone plays Sona into you, you could potentially be at 50 CS, right? And it mm-hmm. wildly fluctuates your, your numbers. Uh, so I will say, regardless of where this conversation goes, we had that talk on week six or week seven uh so a little more than halfway through
7: yeah yeah and i mean the so the way the spreadsheet works is like it's it gives uh players points for literally everything so obviously like kills is a big portion of it but like people are only getting like point point zero one point per creep score for example um so it's really mainly based on kills deaths assists and turrets um those are probably like your biggest money makers and your first bloods stuff like that um, so being that it mainly accounts for that um, Sneaky's Sneaky ended up still being the top three um, just uh, like looks like a 40 points underneath Doublelift and lift was uh, two behind Nisky. Um again based on my spreadsheet
1: Right, so one of the things I'll say is these kinds of, like, amalgamations of um, statistics that Mm -hmm. people tend to do, uh, especially in League of Legends, are a little bit problematic because of how interconnected um, the game is. Um, One thing that's nice about traditional sports is that there is what I've always called an object of interest. There's a puck, there's a ball. There's one thing that one person has at a single time that helps uh, remove some of this, this variability and in, in, in confluence of all these different factors going on in League of Legends. Like, There's a draft phase. There's all these different things that matter. Mm-hmm. Whereas in basketball, when you want to break down how good a player is at shooting, there's a specific spot in the court they shoot at. And then there's a specific way of determining if you think that the shot was contested or not. Uh, you know, if someone was closing out on you, if it was contested or if it was wide open look and like when people do really detailed analysis of, of these kinds of things, you know, they, they are able to, in a lot of ways, standardize what they're talking about when they're saying how good a player is shooting and things like that.
0: League doesn't have
1: that, right? Like, I mean, I work on, I work with the stats team. I know how good our stats are. And if we, if we're being honest, our stats are kind of shit compared to traditional sports. Um, and we try to do our best. And and I think, you know, we do a good job, but when you start trying to boil it down into a single number and you're not um, keeping them spread out, you, you run into a lot of problems uh, is what I've, what I've noticed.
7: Um, no, so, I, I mean, sorry, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was going to just say, like, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, like, I, my, my the take isn't exactly saying that Sneaky's, like, the best still or or ever or anything uh it's more just saying that he his split he still put up numbers because you have to remember everyone on this spreadsheet i mean i have all 100 plus players on the spreadsheet and every single person got ranked the same way so the same um biases will go towards everybody so the fact that he is still the top in top five um it does say a little something
1: you know no kind of yeah. If the, the the problem League of Legends has at its core with statistical analysis is that it is heavily, heavily biased towards winning.
8: Mm-hmm. True. Yeah.
1: In, in basketball, if I shoot a three pointer and I hit it forty percent of the time while I'm open, it doesn't. I mean, yes, it, it will. If if you really want to get to like player psychology and things like that, it does sort of matter. But in League of Legends, if you're on a losing team, your stats are usually dog shit. It's very mm-hmm. hard to have good stats unless you're playing like a KDA player. Um, on a losing team. And that's one of the problems that you run into with situations when you start digging into players on the second best teams in the league, like a sneaky situation is that it's going to be pretty good. No matter what, if you just start taking raw totals, they're going to be pretty good. Um, And I'm not saying sneaky's a KDA player. I'm I'm saying that he's playing on the second best team and league is a game (laughs) that statistically will heavily favor teams that are, yeah, teams that are winning. Um, and especially, like I said, if you take into the whole season, Sneaky's stats actually had a big uptick after the acquisition of Def- mm-hmm. Um He actually started get, having a lot better laning phases and things like that. So I back then pulled stats and screenshotted them in the case I ever made a video or talked about it, um, you know, that kind of went into this. And he actually had a lot of, and like I said, these, these, Things like draft matter a lot and, and influence it. Um, but he did have a number of, of pretty poor stats around week seven and six, or whenever I, I pulled these. I don't have the, the date time stamped, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of, uh, he was the, the lowest in goal difference at 15. He was amongst the lowest at uh, CSD at 15. He was the lowest at, or second lowest at uh, XP differential at 15 um he was like third in deaths i think at 15 uh he had a lot of really poor individual statistics and to be fair the criticism that people were throwing at sneaker for the most part was not that he was bad it was that he was having by his own standards a worse split right. not that he was objectively just bad um so if you start pulling in like team fight statistics and things like that he does a lot better his his dpm was always really good mm-hmm. um uh, things like his kill percentage was, was usually pretty good. Um, there, there was a lot of things that were, were good in his favor. He didn't get a high gold share percentage, so, you know he was putting out these good team fight numbers um, in situations where it wasn't like he was force-fed in the early game, like which is what kind of happens with double lift, right? Uh, yeah. So I do think Sneaky had a, a, a better split towards the end. I think he was never bad by any means, uh, but I would still stand by my initial uh, st- uh, standpoint.
7: Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I can actually add to, because looking at my week eight versus week nine for him, he split time with Defli and earned like 23 points. Uh, and then week nine, he, he, got, he got all time to himself, and he earned 68. So he definitely picked it up and did what not was, want to. Uh,
1: what, was, what would you say is average for a player? Yeah.
7: So average points for players is 31. Or uh, yeah, 31. And then average points per team is 23. Uh, so 68 was pretty high. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he definitely kicked it up in week nine. Uh, yeah. And It'd be then obviously. It would interesting to see
0: what his playoffs performance was. Yeah, I didn't. That would uh, give us a better indicator of his strength going into Worlds.
7: That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, I think he picked it up a lot. You know, if, if, if he has a little bit of the impact syndrome where, you know, historically at least impact was a bit of a, a, a problem in regular seasons. but was complacent? It up, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Word End of the day. Yeah, I mean, if 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 sneaky's thing is like, yeah, maybe you know, middle of the split, my stats weren't great, you know, like whatever, uh, because he's he's gonna perform when it matters,
7: right? I think that's like what it boils down to for me is I do think mm-hmm. that he's still gonna have a good performance in Worlds, so I think that it was just a little over, um, exaggerated. I chalk His... it up
0: to Mark Z's pep talk.
7: Mark yeah. Z, you know,
0: he watched Mark Z on Hotline League, sure. and then he was like, it's time to show this guy what I can do.
7: Oh, yeah. Okay, so you think Mark Z really lit the fire? Yeah. For <laughs> so that one week? <laughs> it was two, I swear. <laughs> I, think, I think it was
1: after weeks, week six or week seven we had this conversation. I can't remember which yeah. one. Yeah, it was a little
7: while ago, yeah.
0: Uh thank you for the really interesting stats topic. I really yeah. appreciate that, Dander.
7: I did want to hit you guys with one more really interesting one. Uh, so, um I told you that the average points for, per player was 31. Uh Mike Young earned a uh, an impressive <laughs> and impressive 1 point for his team on week 7. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so, you know, take it, take it how you will. Um, the guy's a legend, though. He, he played since week five, and he earned a whole 59 points for his team. I mean, that's godly.
0: I don't know what I find more offensive. The one point <laughs> or the fact that Mark just sprayed his cat with a water bottle.
1: I sprayed the kitten for attacking this one's tail. We're trying to teach him that just this cat's tail is not a plaything. It's not a toy.
0: You're going to get a lot of tweets okay. this week about how you're not supposed to spray the cat with water or something, or that's not the right, correct way to do it or something.
1: I know people are like, it doesn't work that well, and it just frustrates them. And I'm like, well, it stops them from biting my current yeah. cats, too.
0: People are comparing you to another prominent streamer who had a cat incident in uh, Twitch chat. Dander, Look at how think... happy
1: my
7: cats are. Look Any... at this.
0: Look at Dander, anything you want to say before we move on to the next caller?
7: Uh, yeah, no, uh, thanks Alienware for, um, you know, keeping our boy Travis fed without you, you'd probably be, you know, malnourished. So appreciate it.
0: It would be. <laughs> thanks, Thank you so much for the call. Yeah. have oh, a good night. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Speaking of sponsors for us to, uh, talk a little bit about movement our second partner break of the show. So movement makes incredible watches. Uh, sunglasses, uh, glasses, uh, blue light filter glasses, some cool jewelry. You can go check them out over at, uh, movement MVMT.com slash Travis. You get 15% off. Let me see if I can, uh, go ahead and pull their that page up on the screen, but they are a company based out of Los Angeles, which is one of the things that I really enjoy about working with them. You get a chance to, uh, work with a company just based out of uh backyard here. I think their offices are in Venice. Oh yeah, once again, the XSplit doesn't like loading a browser page for some reason, but you can see some of their products uh, on the page right now. Uh, they've got some really cool stuff, uh, men's, women's stuff as well. Uh, you can take a look at, uh, they've got a section on here about their story, um, their eyewear, their Everscroll glasses. That's the, the blue filter glasses to help you. Actually, um, Linus Tech Tips recently did a video, I believe it was recent, maybe it was a little while back, about blue light uh, that you get from monitors and how it can affect your sleep patterns. And uh, these glasses are designed according to movement to uh, help with that. Watches are fantastic as well. I um, uh, know that we need to get Mark his working on it right now. Um, but also, Steve recently bought one while he was watching the show. They have a new line, I believe, that just recently hit as well on the watch stuff. You guys can go check. All that out over at MVMT.com slash Travis. We really appreciate their support of the show. They sponsor some of my other content as well. And it's always really cool whenever we have a sponsor come in to support the show. Because guess what? It's going to be really expensive to go to Worlds. Because Europe is not as cheap as Asia. And I'm really happy that I can do that. All right. I think we're ready for the last caller. If Mark wants to go. Alrighty,
1: let's Let's yeah. go and do it.
0: Really quickly, a couple of shout outs to some subs. Thank you to Riot Cry, Gaming, Laziness, Rebelcom, Sir Funknut, Anonymous gifted a sub, and also a sub to Michael Firehammer, Purple Ray Q, Jimmy Boombox, I Am Elvis 4, King X Canuck, I Am Nucleus, Thick Cat, Camouflage 98, P4D14, Impossible Katana, Dark King582, and Boder Michael. All cut up in subs. Oh, and Qualiford, thank you for the sub. Uh, if you're watching the VOD, go over to twitch.tv slash Travis Gafford. You can throw your prime at me and that'd be super helpful. I see Marcus trying to get the, I think they're having some audio issues maybe in the waiting room, but as we're heading into Worlds, I'm gonna be streaming a little bit more. I'm probably gonna to try to stream similar to what I did in uh, at Worlds last year out of Korea. I'll try to stream during the uh, trip if, the hotel internet keeps up, maybe we'll talk about the games after I get back to the room every night. And that's always been kind of fun, but there should be more more content on the stream. Uh, by the way, with the, both the Alienware and the Movement link, we'll be having those in the uh, YouTube description if you're watching the VOD. Wix Wiki is here. Wix Wiki, where are you calling from?
3: I'm from Tacoma, Washington.
0: Tacoma, Washington. I'm going to turn you up just a bit. How's Tacoma, Washington?
3: Uh, you know, it's it's actually pretty sunny right now. It's uh not not rainy as it that's, usually is. Up that's areas.
0: shocking because it is nine thirty eight p.m. in Tacoma, Washington, and I would not expect the sun to be out.
3: Yeah, no. So it's just a weird little space in uh, North America where we get sun all day.
0: Well, wow. yeah, well, I mean, I assume all day, but all night as well, apparently.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's crazy.
0: Wix wiki, what do you want to talk about on the show? Also, Mark, if your cat's um, gone, believe... can you fix your? oh
1: yeah i forgot you don't want to just watch him run around the back
0: i mean it was mostly your chest um
1: (laughs) yeah i I changed it now though here we go
0: okay i just the smallest pixel is his head right now oh (laughs) weeks weeks, i'm sorry mark's unprofessional what do you want to talk about on the show
3: uh i believe thorn is undervalued in the community and like with the with the breakup of the loco podcast uh and probably like limits his Influence on the League of Legends scenes as a whole because he's not really doing anything else He just like his CSGO stuff and the loco podcast. So I mean without him in the scene. It's gonna hurt the scene as a whole
0: Well, what do we so I saw his tweet earlier? uh, Let's see where was it because I saw Carlos replied to it But he was talking about uh, the he was he was saying that it's just canceled for worlds it didn't say that he didn't say that he was completely done with it. I don't know if it's dead. Yeah,
3: but I mean Thorne is a pretty I think decisive person. So I mean he usually gets what he wants or he just doesn't want to do it at all. Like he's he's pretty that way in like uh CSGO where he won't go to Poland. So Right. I, I mean I, I don't think I don't think he's getting back with Loco.
0: I mean, but then, but he didn't say it like. I mean, his Twitter account literally says just cancel for worlds. I feel like if it was done, he'd say canceled.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's well, uh, Either way, not having it for worlds, you could argue, is is still the caller's point. You know, yeah. That we're missing something.
0: I mean, I yeah. feel like you get everything you need from the other League of Legends podcast.
1: Yeah, the dive is really the dive good. is impactful, especially the the, the 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 dive for you.
0: Uh, collabs, I always yes. do. Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I kind of agree. I like when there's just more more people talking about things because it, it's kind of like um, I don't know the word for it. If I was smarter, like the like the momentum thing. Like once you get momentum going, it helps a lot to have more people to talk about things. Like we talked a lot today about world's rankings which came from other analysts talking which then perpetuates us with something to talk about and then someone else can talk about uh another another topic um not having other people doing especially like the lower the ground ones like this and and loco's podcast where people are kind of more down to just say shit uh does lose some some of the momentum where it's like a curated list of of people talking or having predefined things, you know?
0: Yeah, I, excuse me, my take on this stuff, so a lot of people, I think, try to, how to put this, okay, so when I first started doing esports content, I would be very territorial whenever other people started doing competing esports content, because I obviously was like, hey, like I'm a bit of a competitive person, as we saw at the Twitch Rivals TFT tournament this past weekend, and I would feel like the sense of competition and perhaps, like, frustration or annoyance that, these other people are creating this content. Um, But then after a couple of years, what I started to realize was it's actually really good because there's a lot of people who will not like Hotline League. I mean, quite frankly, why would anyone? And so for the people who- don't
1: like cats, the the appeal of Hotline League drops dramatically.
0: Yeah, yeah. you're a dog person. (laughs) This is not the podcast for you. Um, But, you know, more apt though, or, or more honestly, like Mark and I have this kind of casual american vibe on the show we're very (laughs) lcs centric and the show has got weird takes you know like sometimes people comment and they're like i i can't watch the show this week because i just disagree with too many of the callers right like if that's if you don't like hearing wild takes or different stuff or whatever like this is not the show for you um and if you want like something that's more combative then listed loco is probably it i mean it's you got two of the most unique esports personalities on that show together. Right. And and they do a pretty good job, a better job than us of grabbing guests as evidenced by the black hole in the middle of the screen. Um, so, so my point is like, I actually think it's good when there is content that is out there competing because rarely is it actually competing. Like the people who don't want to watch hotline league now, instead of coming to my Twitch chat or my YouTube comments and bitching about it, and how they want me to do something different, or they don't like my hairstyle, or they don't like Mark's cat. That's a valid one. Um, You know, like they go watch Listen Loco. And so whenever Listen Loco doesn't exist, it's like, great, now those people will come here and they'll complain because they wanna hear an angry British person make fun of a really unique personality in esports. And like, we're not gonna have that. So, um, you know, I think that's the unfortunate thing whenever some of the competing content goes away.
3: Yeah, that's definitely a downside. Um, and then the whole word of the day-to-day, complacency, also arrives, I think. Other podcasts start to get more complacent because they're not putting as much production value in.
1: Oh, don't worry, we're going to get complacent no matter what over here.
0: <laughs> I just, I think the disappointing thing for, for Duncan is that he he's letting people get to him you know like i i've actually been kind of like people are, are like oh Tramps keeps complaining about the dislikes i do it because i think it's funny like i i find it funny that we say something that disagrees about the g2 thing and a bunch of people dislike it i mean obviously i would prefer they don't do that because it fucks with my youtube algorithm but like who, like at this point in time like i just don't care like people at the start of my career said he's only here because of double lift or because other people haven't come in, or the real professionals haven't shown up, or like the esports stuff isn't like, n- no, we're gonna like people will dislike it. And then next week, Mark and I will do another episode, and people can dislike that or they can't, whatever, you know. And so, I think it's unfortunate that for Thorne, at least in this tweet, he seems to be blaming the Fnatic and TSM fans. Like, who cares? Just do the show, you know? Like, uh, well, I mean, don't let at least them from get the to clip,
1: you, at least from the clip we saw too, like, uh, It does feel like it was partially on, on, or like not on loco, but like it was a loco Thorin conflict as well, not just like a fan thing. Maybe, you know, I'm sure it was a bunch of things adding up. Yeah. Um, There's plenty of times where I'm like, I wouldn't do this show if Travis didn't pay me because I hate (laughs) Travis, but you know, here I am every week.
0: That's true. And I sometimes think I wouldn't do this show if I had anything better to do, Uh, but I don't. And so here we are every week.
1: So here's the other thing I'll say. Uh, in that, that comment, um, or in the, the tweet
5: from Thorin, uh, Monty
1: replied, right? Where is this? Listen, Locos canceled for Worlds. Monty says, bummer, what am I going to watch in the OWL offseason now? And then someone replies, I think the show you're going to defo be hyped to see is summoning Insight Worlds Edition. And then Monty said, sounds like an interesting idea. Tinfoil hat. I don't have a tinfoil hat, so this is going to do. I should get one of these in general. I need a tinfoil hat for whenever I'm about to say some... Loco, loco got cat. cut out. Uh, or he was in on it, and it was all just an act. Because it came at the end of the show, after they finished recording, so like, the guest didn't feel like he wasted his time, right? So they have this blow-up. It's the last listen. Loco. It creates a bunch of controversy, hopefully. So then, when Thorne returns with Monte Cristo, it's hype AF. For Worlds
3: you're thinking on like a 4d chess plane right now
1: i got my tinfoil hat on
0: oh apparently (laughs) there was some really bad acting
1: oh was there acting so it actually is where where did someone say bad acting
0: Somebody in twitch chat said loco said there was really bad act or somebody said loco's chat even said it was bad acting so i'd believe it
1: okay because i only saw like the little clip Huh. yeah maybe and then he just blamed the, the fanatic and TSM fans because he likes doing that and that's another another inside move play
0: well there you go now I don't have to deal with the listen loco fans all coming to my show and complaining that I am not the person they want me to be
3: I mean you do have the freshest style out of like anyone in the scene so
0: thank you I try Wix Wiki, is there anything you want to say as we uh, wrap up the show?
3: Um, Shout out Alienware, uh, shout out Movement, uh, and shout out uh, Jack in the Box. I know that was uh, last week, but I love love Jack in the Box.
0: Well, we have another, maybe I shouldn't say this, but we have another one little extra video that we're going to be doing for them uh, releasing soon. So keep an eye out for that.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Excited for that. That is the show. Uh, WixWiki, I'm going to say goodbye to you, and then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Have a good one. Mark, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to shout out here at the end? Nope.
5: You're doing nothing? Nope. I'll, right, well, have, I...
1: something for, I'll have something for you uh, after Worlds, but just for you. Not for not for the people.
0: Thank you. That's the way I like it. Uh, I have a ton of content stuff I made at TwitchCon. Uh, the LPL stuff is hitting this week. Um, hopefully a lot of it, including the video that you guys just saw. And that should be world fun. World starts
1: in three days? Plans? Yeah.
0: World, start, uh, world starts this week. I think it's not even three days. I think it's like two.
1: Yeah, it starts Wednesday morning. Yeah
0: that's why like we're half. trying to get the LPL stuff out tomorrow. I assume they're going to drop the world's anthem tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I th- I figure they're saving it for like uber hypeness. Yeah. What is 4? Is that 4 p.m. PST or what is this time?
0: I'm assuming what it's a.m. It? I can't imagine it be PST. Cuz that would oh, mean they'd be doing planes at like 1 a.m. <laughs> 1 a.m. in Europe. Yeah. To make sure yeah, better... that the NA audience is able to watch World's Plans, we've decided to broad to have everyone play at one in the morning in Europe.
1: Yeah. Okay. Four a.m. Yeah. Shit, boy! I'm gonna have to mess up my sleep schedule all of a sudden. Yes. I'm gonna have to make it to Europe really fast. I mean. <laughs>
0: <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I Broden and I are leaving on the ninth.
1: Did they did do it. a big old, old Esport tweet? A big old lol Esport, here's your casters? I saw that LEC no. kinda of did their own.
0: So I have heard a rumor that they are not going to do that this year and they're just letting everybody announce it. Why? Because I think, well, I think that here's, strategically, the reason you would do that is because you don't like, by putting it all out there, people can look at it and say, oh, Mark Z isn't here. I want Mark Z um or other talent that might not be a part of it but instead if you just are like oh papa smithy you can tweet it out yourself then papa smithy gets like hooray like everyone is only positive about the people when they announce it and they don't notice what the people who are missing
1: that's true uh because uh, a lot of times in those reddit threads with the big dumps it's like this person isn't there or something or like oh my god there's yes Four NA play by or colors and four EU colors, you know, and where's where's Korea and yada yada yada?
0: Yes. Plus we don't always know. The people who are on that list might like miss their alarm clock or something and then
1: Oh come on. Low blows, Travis. Is it
0: I don't know. Set two alarms. Worlds is important. Um...
1: don't sleep ever.
0: Uh I'm gonna be there though. It's gonna be fun and I'm looking forward to it. We have one more show before Worlds kicks off. It'll be... I don't think... Will plans be done by Monday?
1: Is it easier to sleep and get up for Worlds or to stay up through it and sleep after? I feel like it's
0: always easier to stay up through something.
1: That's how I feel too, but... You could start tonight.
0: You could hang out, stay up late, and start shifting. Go to sleep at like... When, when would four. it most
1: likely end? The last game is scheduled for 9 a.m. That sounds better, I think. Go to bed at like 10 a.m. and sleep until like 5.
5: Right? That sounds better. That sounds better. I'm not going to get up at 4 a.m. You think I'm an 80-year-old? That's the show.